Is the camera switched on? Yeah. I think we're okay. Okay, John? I think we're okay. I'll just find out from Dave. Okay. The camera <laughs> going, oh, but it has to be switched on. I don't. Yeah, John did you? switch it on. I listen to you, yeah. Me too. I want to make sure that it's on. <coughs> Sorry. Hi, Dave. Is it on? Is it on? The camera. All on the way. <laughs> uh, well, we is it Facebook has seen? Put it on here. Yeah. Uh, Facebook uh, go live. Yes, Start recording. Yeah. Should be on. There's a thing there that you uh, literally saying finish. There's a thing on the, on the screen saying finish, so it must be on. Not starting, yeah. The first shall be last. That's some wishful thinking in there. Maybe the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Okay. You're live. Okay. Right, let's turn to Matthew, <laughs> shall we? The Gospel of Matthew. Well-known um, reading here, especially this time of the year. Thank you. And um, personally, um, I know there's a lot of things that we don't believe... You know, goes along with Christmas, but I think it's always good to remember the birth of Jesus. You know, we remember his death and his resurrection, we remember his second coming, but why not remember his birth? And, um, you know, there's great opportunities to uh, share the gospel, and it's part of the gospel actually, Christ coming into this world. So um, let's uh, turn to Matthew chapter 1, and we're going to read from verse 18 down to. Um, Verse 22, and if you'd like to stand for the reading of God's word, please. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he fought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophets. Let's just have a word of prayer. Dear Lord, thank you this morning for the word of God. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. And we pray that, Lord, you'll take these words um, as they're spoken this morning. And may you apply them to each other, every, every one of our hearts. May you encourage us. May you challenge us. And Lord, help us to walk out of this church today knowing that we have heard the word of God and we've, uh, we've been spoken to by you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Please be seated. Well, I did um, uh, preach this a uh, couple of times now. 
in the last few weeks. <laughs> um, but, you know, we can never get bored of um, hearing the same story when it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, now, I don't know if you have ever had the joy. Uh, we haven't. We've had the joy of naming, naming uh, a dog of ours. Uh, we gave him a special name, and his naming meant beauty. Um, so every time we called him by his name, uh, the meaning of his name was there as well. And I don't know if you've ever had the joy of naming a child. Maybe you named your, your child. Um, and I just wonder, when, maybe before you had the baby, maybe you, you knew what sex the baby was going to be, either male or female, there's only two, aren't there? But, you know, you must have thought, if, um, if you knew the sex, maybe, that, um, or if you didn't, you maybe had two names. Uh, and I just wonder, how did you choose the names for your children? Um, I know for my name, Stephen, uh, I asked my mum a short time ago um, how, why she named me Stephen. And um, she said, well, she said, I used to go to um, uh, a ballroom dance and I used to go with a, a man called Stephen. And I thought, uh -oh. I hope you not told this one to my dad. <laughs> well, she had actually, and uh, when they chose my name, um, my dad agreed to the name, and he said he liked it. If that was me, I probably would have said no, but <laughs> she liked the name, uh, and my dad did as well. So uh, they named me Stephen. Um, Stephen has the meaning uh, reef, um, crown, and it's uh, one of those things that when uh, an athlete has won uh, a sport in the games, in the Olympics, they put them uh, upon their heads, I think it is, and it's like a, a reef, okay? Uh, I don't know if they make it from olive, uh, olive leaves, do they? Yeah. Um, but that's what a stephanus is in Greek, okay? But what about you? I mean, did you, uh, when you chose the name for your children, um, how did you do it? Did you go to your bookshelf and get a book out? There are many books that you can. Um, and you can go through the names, and I know some people, they can take ages to find the right name. And maybe a few arguments on the way, no, I'm not having that one, you know, I like that one, but I don't. So, it's probably a difficult time, because uh, a name is important, and that name is something that you're going to call your child for the rest of its life, or for the rest of your life. So it's important. Did you get your name from uh, a book? Did you look online? Um, did you uh, get your name from a, a film star or even from the Bible? Even better, you know. When I think of um, our last pastor that was here, you know, we had uh, all of his sons were named after Bible characters. Um, I think from the from uh, David's throne, you know, um, Nathan and uh, David, Jonathan. You know, they're all there, weren't they? And uh, Samuel. So, uh, you know, as Christians, it's good to name your child maybe uh, after a Bible character. And it's also good to find out the meaning of the name as well. Um, I think that's important. Uh, that's quite interesting. Um, the names have meanings. Um, but, you know, when we read our scripture here, if we just turn into uh, Matthew again, chapter 1, and uh, we see that Joseph didn't really have that problem of naming his child. He didn't really have the, na uh, have the problem of um, 
knowing what sex the, the child was going to be as well, because all that information was miraculously given to him. And I don't believe that they had scanners in those days where they could do ultrasound and find out the sex of the baby, but God is bigger than that, isn't he? You know? Well, let's just uh, look at um, verse 20. And we see here, it says, But while he fought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David. And we see here that this angel didn't just come to um, any man in the whole of the world. He came to Joseph, who the Bible says here was the son of David. And his genealogy can be traced back to Judah. Okay, because this is where the Jews come from. They come from the house of Judah. And uh, we see that very clearly uh, in verse 3. Um, as in chapter 1, as we see the generation of Jesus Christ. And it says in verse 3, and Judas begat. Okay, so Joseph was uh, not the physical father. But he was in line, as it were, to be the son of David. Um, and the line was to come through the son of David, the Messiah. So the angel appears to Joseph. Joseph was an important man. Now, we don't hear much about Joseph. Um, maybe after Jesus was around 12 years old, we don't really hear about Joseph very much. But we know that the angel came, appeared and spoke to Joseph and gave him some very important information. One of the first bits that the angel came was to say, fear not. You know, there's a lot of fear around in the world today, isn't there? But God would have us not to fear. The Bible says that the fear of man bringeth a snare. Mm. But friends, this morning, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord shall be thy strength. And this is where we get our joy. When God speaks to us mm. through his word. So if you're experiencing um, maybe a bit of uh, sadness, depression, whatever. These things are going around today very much. And they affect everybody. But let me tell you that the joy of the Lord is what we need. And we need that from the Lord. And we need it daily. And we see here that the angel says to Joseph, he says, fear not. And we know that Joseph... Um, would have had many reasons to fear in his situation um, with Mary bearing this child and uh, uh, the marriage I don't think was uh, at the, the last stage of marriage in, in the Jewish way where it was consummated um, and you know people would have been talking uh, how come jo uh, Mary is uh, pregnant but um, God in his wisdom knew the time that Joseph was to receive some encouragement and some wisdom and, uh, and uh, strength. And this is where, when the angel came to Joseph. And we see here in verse 21, this is the text really for this morning. It says, And he uh, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. So we see here two things. First of all, that she was going to bear a son. Okay. God gave Joseph that information through the angel. That was important. You know. It wasn't going to be a daughter. 
because the daughter could not be the Messiah. And the daughter would not one day sit upon the throne of David. It had to be a son. And it had to come through the line of Judah. So we see here that the angel tells Joseph that it's going to be a son. But we see here something very important. He says, thou shalt call his name Jesus. That's so important. Mm. You know, it's incredible how um, the Jewish people miss this. Um, especially the Orthodox Jews who read their scriptures every day. Um, but they can't see that the Lord Jesus Christ is in the line of the son of David. And he has a right to sit on that throne. Um, and there is, there are no, as, as far as I know, there are no records uh, today where you can prove that you are the son of David. So they need to know who the son of David is for him to sit upon the throne of David one day. How are they going to know that? Well, God will make that clear when he returns, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns. But it says here that he, sorry, thou shalt call his name Jesus. Now, why is that name blasphemed so much today? Mm. You know, people, even in this last week at work, I've been um, in the canteen and I've been with other drivers and, um, you know, they'll, they'll be telling me some story and then Jesus' name will come into the conversation. It's nothing religious, it's nothing, you know, not Christians talking together about the blessed name, but it's used as a swear word. The swear word that they were going to use is being replaced with the name Jesus. You never hear them say Buddha or Muhammad or any other religious leader, maybe the Pope, or whoever, it's always Jesus. And I believe that that is significant because the Bible says that the name of Jesus is very important to God, but it's important to every single person in this world today. And just let me show you how important it is. If you just turn to Philippians chapter 2, Philippians chapter 2, and we see here, how important the name Jesus is. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, in Israel, they will not call Jesus um, by his Hebrew name. In fact, they will use, um, it's like a, it's like a, um, a, swear, a swear word that they use because I think they take a, a vowel out of, uh, of, of the word Jesus. His name in the Hebrew is actually Yeshua, and I'll speak about that in a few moments. But they shorten that name, and that basically that um, basically means may his name be uh, blotted out, and um, you know it's a cursed name. And whenever most Israelis talk about Jesus, they use that name, so they curse that name, and that name is blasphemed every single day in Israel. To his own people, the Jewish people, the people he came to lay down his life for. Mm. Um, but let's just see here, uh, Philippians chapter 2, and we see here um, in verse 9, 
It says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, that's Jesus, and given him a name which is above every name. Amazing, isn't it? Mm. You know, when we think of the names uh, of people that we can think about in history, there's been some great names. There have been people who have done great things in this world. Um, you know, I could reel off some names this morning, and when we think about them, we think, wow, these were great people. They did great things. But there is a name this morning that the Bible says is above every name. Every name. And that name is Jesus. Wherefore God also have highly exalted him, given him the name which is above every name. And then he goes on to say that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. We know as Christians that we do bow our knees to the name of Jesus and it's a, it's a privilege and it's a blessing to bow our knees now. We're going to bow our knees one day in the future when we are in his presence and we worship him. But there's going to be people who are going to bow their knee as well who have never accepted Christ as their personal saviour. I believe the devil one day will bow his knee uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ and um, he will confess Jesus Christ that he is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. What a day that's going to be. What a day. Um, but every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Wonderful. I was in St. Helen just today. Um, we were there <coughs> most of the day doing a bit of shopping and I just felt the urge to uh, do a five or ten minute preaching in the town centre and um, I can't say that after I was preaching or even when I was preaching that um, you know people were jumping up with joy uh, and praising the name of Jesus because they weren't. I had one man who thanked me uh, for preaching the gospel um, but I had people coming past me who were cursing uh, and saying all kinds of things about God, shouting out when I was preaching. But that's just the way it is, you know. Um, it's just that name, isn't it? That name. It, it brings something into people's minds that they don't like very often. Why is that? The Bible says it's the name that should be exalted. It's the name above every name. But why is that name blasphemed? Why is that name uh, belittled so much in our society today? Why? Well, if we just um, turn back to our verse 21, chapter 1, we see here how important that wonderful name is this morning. And this is the name, this is the meaning of the name of Jesus. If you ever, ever, anybody ever asks you, what does Jesus' name mean? You know, Jesus, that doesn't sound very English. Well, it's the English term which has come from the Greek, I believe. Um, uh, Esos or something like that, I think it is. Esos in, in Greek. Um, Christos. But it has, a, it has a meaning to the name, and it says here, the angel says, 
for he shall save his people from their sins. And that's what Jesus means. Maybe that one reason why the Jewish people in Israel today, they don't use that name properly. They don't use the whole name Yeshua, but they shorten it. Because they know what Yeshua means. It means salvation. That's what Joshua means. The roots of the name Joshua and Yehoshua, Hosea in the Bible. They all have, they all come from the root salvation. The name of Jesus is Joshua, which means salvation. When you put a, what they call in the Hebrew language, a yud, it's like the smallest letter in the Hebrew language. When you put that yud in front of a word, it's future tense. Okay? So we see here from the scriptures, it says, For he shall save his people. Yeshua. That means he will save his people in the future. Maybe this is one of the reasons why uh, the Jews do not like to use that name. Because it shows them that this is the Messiah. And he's going to save his people from their sins. He will one day, we know that. The Bible says in Zechariah that one day that the Jews will look upon the one that they crucified and they pierced and they will mourn for him, the Bible says. That is in the future. Um, but for us here today, he shall save his people from their sins. And he was named Jesus because he was born to die. He was born to go to the cross of Calvary and die for our sins. The Bible says, Whosoever committeth sin, transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. So if anybody here would like to know the meaning of the word sin, it's the breaking, it's the transgression of God's laws. The Ten Commandments. And the Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. All of us. When we break one of the commandments, the book of James says it's like we've broken them all. And if we fail to love God with all of our hearts, all of our, our minds and all of our souls, then we, we sin, we fail to love God. And also we fail to love one another as well. You know, So we've all fallen short, as the Bible says. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. That's where we're heading if we don't get raptured, friends. Bible makes it very clear, and the cemetery also makes it very clear, that this is where man is heading. Mm. He's heading for the cemetery, physically. But the Bible talks about a second death, and that second death is hell. It's a spiritual death, and it's a separation from God forever, for eternity. Mm. And you see, Jesus Christ, the Bible says, Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. And he paid the price for each and every one of us on the cross. He shed his precious blood. The Bible says the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I shouted this out yesterday in St. Helens as loud as I could. I just wanted every, all the shoppers to hear that you need to confess Jesus Christ as Lord. You know? The Bible says, 
Repent ye and believe the gospel. Believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you and that you're a sinner and confessing, confess your sins to him and turn away from them and you'll receive eternal life. How wonderful. Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Let's just turn to a couple more scriptures and then um, we'll, uh, we'll close. But Acts chapter 5. <coughs> Well, let's just turn first of all to um, Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, and we see here again the importance of the name of Jesus. And um, there are many names, many, many names under heaven this morning. But the Bible says, Neither is there salvation in any other. There is no other name. There is no other name. There's no Buddha, there's no Muhammad, there's no Confucius, there's no Pope, there's no other name. The Bible says here, under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So there is no other name, it's the name Jesus. And that's why his name this morning is so wonderful to us. Because we've been saved as Christians. Mm. And we value that name um, and we take that name around with us. That name is special to us. Um, I've got a friend who I've known for since I was an early Christian, probably nearly 30 years now. And um, my friend is from Preston. And I was speaking to him uh, the other day. And uh, he was telling me that um, he got some free tickets to watch a, um, a cinema uh, movie. Okay, And this movie was basically a light-hearted um, comedy, okay, uh, and I think he'd been told this uh, by somebody else. So uh, him and his wife uh, went to watch the movie uh, at the cinema, popcorn maybe in the back of the seats, and just relaxing there. And all of a sudden, Jesus' name comes on the on the film in blasphemy. It's blasphemy. Now, what would you do in a case like that? What would I do? Well, all I can say is what my friend did is he got up with his wife and um, they went to the back of the cinema and he actually called for the manager and he said, I'd like to have a talk about um, what's just been spoken in the film. So the manager came down and he said, I'm not happy that they use the name of Jesus in this film. Now what that man thought, I can't think. Uh, because I imagine many, many movies that he puts on, they use the name of Jesus in vain. Um, but the manager actually said to him, well, sorry about that, um, would you like your money back? So he got his money back, and he walked out. Um, but it's, it's challenging, isn't it, when somebody uses the name of Jesus in front of you. Um, we need to pray for wisdom, uh, how to uh, answer and how to react in those times, but... It's the name which is above any other. Um, and we must be saved if we want to go to heaven. Thank God this morning that Jesus has paid the price. And if you're a Christian here this morning, that's our destiny. And hopefully next Sunday I might um, speak on that from the book of Revelation. Um, some of the things that we have to look forward to. Um, and when I think about heaven... It takes my mind upon off 
things that are going around in this world today. And it's wonderful because that's where we're heading. That's where we're going. Um, Acts chapter 5 verse 31. Acts 5 31 says, uh, Him have God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a saviour for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. So we see here again, Jesus, the name which is in verse 30, um, is to be a saviour and to give repentance to Israel. How important that name will be to the Israelis one day. How important. Um, they will need to confess his name um, for salvation. Uh, nobody can get saved without calling upon the name of Jesus. And then it says, and forgiveness of sins. That's what the Israelites one day will receive. It will be a minority, but there will be a remnant saved. Acts 13, verse 38. 13, verse 38, and this might be the last verse this morning. Chapter 13, verse 38 says, Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of of sins. Again, the name of Jesus. That's the name that we should use. We should never be um, ashamed of his name when we're speaking to people. Um, again, yesterday we were having a meal um, in a cafe and uh, I just turned around to a couple and I was just asking them what they thought about all the Malarkey that's going on, going, going on today, and obviously we were talking about um, what's happening in this country, um, and then I mentioned uh, the book of Revelation, and I said that what's happening today is a foreshadow of what's going to happen um, in the last days when there's going to be so much control by one man, um, and as soon as I started to mention the Bible. I could see that there was a resistance and they both got up and they said, um, well, we wish you a very nice day uh, and they walked off, you know, not unpleasantly, but I could, I noticed that there was a, uh, you know, not very nice atmosphere after I mentioned the Bible. I, I, I actually asked them if they had a Bible at home and if they did, maybe they could read Revelation chapter 13 and find out what's going to happen in the future and hopefully they won't be involved in that because if they're part of the church, they won't be. Praise the Lord. Um, so there we, we see it, that uh, we need to uh, preach. We need to share the gospel with people. We need to use the name of Jesus. And um, we need to preach forgiveness of sins in his name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Lord.